time and space is an angle for the smart and me. But my universe keeps on pulling me back into our self-imposed species size. Bring the tyranny. Hello folks, hello wrestling fans, welcome to Ring of Tyranny Season 2, this is the Season 2 premiere, you are of course listening to Ring of Tyranny, I am your host Alan Johns, and this is the only hashtag WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself, we welcome you to the show, thank you for joining us, um, I hope you enjoyed the new uh, theme song we've got there, that was by our, uh, well, the owner of this RSS feed, Kevin Hearth, uh, well, We'll be talking about him in just a little bit. Um, to, to get you kind of cued into the show, if you're new to this show, well, we wanted to kind of hit a bit of a restart button. We we got to 40 episodes here with season one, so we're we're starting over here at season two. Uh, we got some big changes that we're going to cover. No longer are we going to be covering AEW, WWE, and uh, Impact, and I will give you more specific reasons why uh, in the uh, wrestling coverage segment. We know you're coming here for the very best in wrestling wrestling news and opinion, and I do hope that uh, does not change. We will still be covering MLW Fusion, but as I said, we'll get a little more specific into that uh, when we get into the wrestling coverage section of the show. Um, if you're new to the show, well, we'll just give you a quick little recap here um, so you know what's going on. I mean, basically, uh, my name is Alan Johns. I am the ex-CEO slash emperor of the Datafy Media Network slash Empire which was a wide-reaching uh, online operation. Well, we had an AM radio show. It was a truth-telling show, a.k.a. conspiracy theorizing, as some might refer to it. We, of course, would never refer to it as that because it was truth-telling. We were telling the truth. We were uh, reporting the news of the government and the CIA and the FBI, etc., etc., that they did not want you to know. Um, not, And they weren't the only ones. There was a space alien who came from outer space. I guess he had nothing better to do than to listen to my show in outer space, and he disliked my show so much that he came to Earth. Uh, you know, he was a, a, a member of a space alien race that had the capability to contact us and come to our planet, where as far as we know from NASA and our government's announcements, uh, we do not have that kind of capability to contact a space alien life form such as himself. Uh, but he came down here, he posed as a skinhead, he amassed a, 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 a small little insurgent group of rival truth tellers, whatever that means, to rise up against me, take down my operation, which they did. They scared away my sponsors. Uh, um, that we had no money, the electricity got turned off, everything uh, fell apart, our four day, four hours a day, seven days a week, uh, AM radio, our online podcasting operation, our forums where people could talk about gun ownership, could talk about their rights, could talk about uh, protecting themselves from the government um, that we were reporting on. All of that went away, uh, and the um, leader of this group that took us down revealed to me that he was, in fact, a space alien from another planet, and he took away my voice, and my voice was gone for about two years. I could not speak, uh, and we moved out here somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific, where my daughter got her organic farming operation off, her, off the ground. We were able to pay the bills, and while I was recovering, I got back in touch with my first uh, true uh, passion, hobby, interest from when I was a child— professional wrestling, and that meant uh, watching the WWE Network, watching many pay-per-views, I watched most of the WrestleManias, I watched every Bret the Hitman Hart match, and uh, much more than that, and I got back in touch with my roots, you could say. 
And about a year ago, when my voice came back, while my wife and I talked about it, we decided it would be okay for me to return to broadcasting. I'm a born broadcaster. I've got it in my bones. I've got it in my blood. Third generation broadcaster, first generation podcaster, coming to you, like I said, with the very best in news and opinion on professional wrestling, which is what you are listening to now. This is Ring of Tyranny, my new podcast, uh, where we cover uh, the world of professional wrestling. And, um, you know, it's been going pretty good. Uh, I will say that the same Space Alien has come back. Uh, He has been interfering with the show, but apparently he has enjoyed our coverage of WWE uh, enough to um, kind of become a little bit of a supporter. We're not too sure. Unfortunately, like I said, we will not be covering WWE anymore. Uh, He might kind of take over those duties, but we will talk about that. Um... You know, another reason we wanted to kind of hit the restart button here and do a season two was because uh, we got our first patron. And you, of course, can go to patreon.com slash ringoftyranny, R-A-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y. And, uh, you know, go ahead, go on over there and become our second patron, our third patron. We'd be glad to have you. Um, And uh, it's very exciting. His name is T-E-C-B-E-D. Uh, and we're very appreciative. Uh, in fact, uh, we wrote a song for him last week. Uh, I'd like to play that again right here, Bernie. T-E-C, bad. Thank you for your bad. T-E-C, bad. Thank you for your bad. You commented, but you made history with um, Alan and Bernie. So thank you, patron. Our first patron. <laughs> Um, And so that was the song that we wrote for our first patron, our very valued, esteemed patron, Bid. And from what I understand, uh, he has sent us a message. So here we go. Uh, Bernie, go ahead and play the message. I haven't heard this yet. Play the message, Bernie. Uh, Here is our first patron, T.E.C. Bid. Um, Bernie, if you would uh, be kind enough to throw some music down under this promo I'm about to cut on Alan. So listen up, Alan. Listen up, hashtag WrestleCastNation. I've got some truth to tell. Let me get something off my chest. You know what makes me laugh, Alan? No, it's not Vince. It's not Ding Dong Donnie and his awful reviews, or even your safe match predictions. The space alien known as Skinner slash Christian Cage, slash Sammy Callahan, slash Consequences Creed, slash Ernest the Cat Miller, slash Cowboy James Storm, slash Curry Man, slash Dweebus, makes me laugh. I'm a space alien Mark Allen, a super smart Mark. And if you're telling me that a space alien has an outlet to communicate to human beings, and you're trying to block him with some stupid algorithm, You should be honored that this superior being took your grating voice for any amount of time. If you weren't such a wuss and you didn't record from some unspecific location in Texas, I would drive over and off the top rope put you out of your misery. You keep hiding behind your organic farm front, buddy. Who do you think you are anyway, Daniel Bryan? Last week, you told Weebus to get a job, 
and I think I know exactly what job he should get. And it's yours, Alan. We want more Skinner. We want more Cage. We want more Sammy. We want more Curry. We want more Cowboy. We want more Cat. We want more Creed. We want more Dweebus. The tyranny here, or Ring of Tyranny, is that you're holding back the future. I'm not alone, and we're coming for you. More WWE. Let the aliens speak. Dweebus is the ultimate broadcaster. Dweebus. 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 Alan, consider yourself pinned. I do like Bernie, though. Um, he seems like a really cool guy. Anyway, uh... Triangle Earth Commission bid. O-U-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-
he, he interferes anytime he wants, and I'm sure he will continue to interfere with his horrible WWE predictions. Um, you know, he's been sending us emails, so who knows? Maybe he'll get your wish, uh, and uh, maybe even he'll even get a segment on the show here in the coming days. I mean, you're our first patron, so I will respect that. Uh, speaking of segments, however, we have a movie review segment uh, with our executive producer, Bernie Prezito. I believe this is the second installment in his Mark Wahlberg uh, filmography review series so take it away bernie uh here's the segment bernie's pick flicks thanks alan and welcome everyone to bernie's flick packs uh welcome to season two ring of tyranny we're very excited um for the changes that we're installing uh we're very excited to have our first patron uh bid thank you tec bid for the kind words and we're very excited to bring you our movie review this week. The, As uh, Alan said, the second installment in the Mark Wahlberg filmography review series. We know you're all very excited. We will be reviewing the recent film, uh, 2017 sequel in the Transformers series, Transformers The Last Night. Um, uh, so this movie started off kind of cool. Uh, the Transformers were, uh, well, there was like a steel dragon in medieval times. It kind of suggested that the Transformers were behind King Arthur. Um, and then you had these kids in a dystopian future where the Transformers are, and they're like battling on Earth, and they were like kind of the Goonies, but the actors were all pretty bad. And, um, it's a pretty bad movie overall. Uh, it went on for a very long time, two and a half hours. Um, I was kind of nodding in and out, honestly. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, decent performance for what it was. Um, and then it kind of just kept going on forever. So, uh, not enough medieval times stuff for Anthony Hopkins for my blood. Uh, kind of a waste, but uh, watch it, I guess. Uh, Transformers, The Last Night, if you have nothing better to do. Back to you, Alan. Well, thank you, Bernie, for that review of uh, Transformers The Last Night. Uh, I couldn't re- uh, agree more. Actually, um, maybe we watched this at the I saw it. It was on, uh, it was on um, Hulu. Yeah, we watched it on Hulu. Um, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a very good movie. Uh, Anyway, uh, looking forward to the next uh, installment in the Mark Wahlberg filmography review series. Um, That's going to be a season, uh, Ring of Tyranny season two feature, uh, I have a a feeling. um, So, uh, yeah, welcome to season two again. uh, We didn't exactly take a break between season one and season two, but uh, we've got some changes here we think you're going to like, we think you're going to appreciate. Uh, we will still have our hashtag WrestleSpiracy segment at the end of the show. Um, if we have a little more time in the intro, we're going to be doing the mail bucket still. Uh, as I mentioned, we may have some WWE coverage uh, coming up from uh, Dweebus, a.k.a. Skinner, the space alien, um, in the coming weeks. We'll see about that. Uh, he has been uh, emailing us repeatedly, as we've read on the show. Um, and you can email us as well. We welcome your questions, criticisms, comments. Send them to Ring of Tyranny. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. Send us your, your emails. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you, and we lo- look forward to uh, responding. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, well, uh, 
You know, before we get to the wrestling uh, coverage segment of the show, I just want to say, so so let's get down to the nitty-gritty. So, really, the only wrestling coverage we're going to be doing here, um, unless I happen to catch an NJPW show or something like that, um, listen, I can't uh, keep up with five hours of WWE every week, so we will not be covering uh, WWE consistently. Um, that could change in the future. I did watch Raw this week, uh, and some of SmackDown, um, I watched some of Raw, really, I didn't watch all of it. I loved, uh, the things with Brock Lesnar and, uh, the Boombox briefcase, kind of, he was kind of jamming out, even though there was no music coming out of the box, he put some speakers on the Money in the Bank briefcase, and he's holding it over his shoulder like a boombox, and he's jamming out. Um, I like that. I thought that was the best part of the show, but the show was three hours long, and then there was two hours of SmackDown, uh, Roman Reigns helped R-Truth win back the 24-7 title, and that's great, um, that's great, but I, uh, like I said, I'm trying to help out here around, uh, the farm, the organic farm, and, uh, got a lot of other things to do, and, uh, really, there's more than enough WrestleCasts out there covering the WWE that we don't have to worry about it. I know Dweebus, aka Skinner, the space alien, will probably be very upset, as he has, um, as he has conveyed, he has become very interested in WWE, he has been listening to the podcast, um, you know, obsessively, uh, looking for coverage of WWE, so, sorry, Sorry, uh, Mr. Spaceman, but uh, we're not going to be able to cover WWE. Uh, Maybe here and there, I'm just not promising consistent coverage of WWE in the future on this podcast. Go listen to one of the other 100,000 WrestleCasts that recap WWE every week if you want. Coverage of WWE. Now, number two, item two. AEW, All Elite Wrestling. We've been uh, covering um, being the elite and the road to Double or Nothing on the way up to Double or Nothing is very exciting. Um, However, uh, this was kind of a tight money weekend, so I was unable to watch Double or Nothing. Uh, I have since uh, looked at the results, and there were some very interesting results. Uh, we had, it sounded like the match between Cody and Dustin was as, as good as as, it, as we thought it was going to be. It sounded like there were some other matches that were really good, uh, but it was a five-hour show. I can't do a five-hour show. You know, a lot of these are already asking for so much of your time and your money right off the bat. Um, so, uh Let's just let's just be frank. Um, I made a prediction, and uh, while a lot of other quote unquote um, wrestling news organizations, which are basically, from what I can tell, uh, pretty small operations, a person or two people that make a logo in Paint or Photoshop uh, for their podcast and put their podcast up. I mean, plenty of these podcasts uh, or. Uh, if you hashtag WrestleCasts, um, are covering AEW. So, well, you know, look, we made a prediction that CM Punk would be showing up at AEW. He, of course, did not. Uh, as as we're all aware now, uh, it was Dean Ambrose instead, John Moxley. And, uh, you know, even though uh, people kind of ran with that CM Punk prediction and pretended it was their own for their quote-unquote uh, wrestling news organizations on Twitter and iTunes, uh, what have you, um, that prediction did not come to fruition. 
And yes, I am an ex-truth teller. Yes, I do access my higher skills of deduction and detective work and the skills that I use to uncover the secrets of the CIA, the FBI, etc., etc., etc. For all those years that we did data fight, I use those skills to deduct the secrets of professional wrestling to bring you the very best in professional wrestling uh, news and coverage. And, uh, you know, for all I know, Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho and Tony Khan and the Bucks, they heard my predictions about CM Punk or they at least saw all the other uh, quote-unquote wrestling uh, news organizations running wild with the prediction of CM Punk without giving us credit, which I said was okay. I gave them that freebie. Um, For all I know, uh, the VPs and the Ps of AEW heard all that and decided to nix the the CM Punk appearance. So CM Punk did not show up at uh, Double or Nothing. Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley showed up at Double or Nothing. And uh, I saw him do uh, Dean Ambrose's finishing move on a giant uh, stack of poker chips. That was pretty cool. Um, um, it's a little fishy, and we're going to get to why I think it's a little fishy. We're going to get to what I think happened. We're going to get to the specific reason why I think CM Punk might not have shown up, uh, why he wouldn't uh, in the end. And, uh, you know, like I said, you saw Double or Nothing. You're listening to podcasts covering Double or Nothing. This WrestleCast... We'll not be covering AEW. We're not going to be making an effort, at least. Uh, If Being the Elite is still on, maybe I'll recap some Being the Elite. I guess Road to Double or Nothing probably won't be on, but maybe we'll have the Road to Fighter Fest, the Road to Fight for the Fallen. I'm not sure. If we do, maybe I will cover it if I watch it. There is, you know... We're going to get to it in a second. There's one show that we're going to focus on, the best show in wrestling, in my opinion, right now. Even though I didn't see Double or Nothing, you know, I've watched Being the Elite. They're going to be on TNT. I don't have time. You know, who has time to do all this? This is like a second job, and I'm not getting paid for it. So I don't have time to cover all these things. And honestly, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm a little embarrassed that my CM Punk prediction did not come to fruition, that um, my higher skills of deducing and detective work did not... um, come up with a result that I can be proud of. I'm a little ashamed, so I am uh, essentially revoking my journalistic wrestling uh, journalistic credentials when it comes to AEW. Uh, I know some of you might be upset. We know you come here for the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion, but I am ashamed. Uh, I've got this Dusty Rhodes action figure right here looking down at me from my wall, and uh, I'm ashamed. That's all I can say. So maybe in the future we'll come around, we'll cover AEW. But as far as as far as I'm concerned, there's plenty of WrestleCasts out there in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation that are going to cover all Elite Wrestling, and you can go check out those. Uh, I've seen I've seen all these these shirts, the Young Bucks shirts in the wild. So I know there's lots of fans. There's probably more than enough coverage out there. Uh, so, you know, I apologize for that, but like I said, I made a, a very bogus prediction. I don't think, uh, I don't think I'm, I'm qualified, okay? Uh, to be frank, I don't think I'm qualified to cover AEW coverage. So, um, item three, impact wrestling. Now, this is a very special case because this doesn't happen very often, but I'll tell you what happened with impact wrestling. Now, I turned on impact wrestling on Friday night. And what did I see when I turned it on? Well, I saw Glenn Gilberti, the Disco Inferno, of whom I used to be a fan. Uh, He was, um, let's just call it what it is. He was manhandling um, a woman. He was manhandling a woman in the the ring. Apparently, Glenn Gilberti, a.k.a. Disco Inferno, was inserted into the women's battle royale, and he won. And now he is just... 
beating up women weekly and telling them they uh, can't wrestle. They're not as good as the men. He's telling, you know, he was holding this girl. He's pulling her by the hair. He was just talking on the mic the whole time about how terrible she was compared to him. It was kind of another exhibition of skills, but it was quite dark. I found it uh, quite scary. And he seemed to enjoy the pain that he was inflicting on this woman. He seemed to enjoy uh, making it look like, you know, he seemed to enjoy rubbing it in, and he and he was he, he seemed to enjoy uh, hurting her in front of a large group of people. Now Tessa Blanchard came out and ran him off, but uh, the damage was done, as far as I'm concerned. Now listen, I'm a Christian man. I'm a family man. I've got a daughter. I've got a wife. I've got women in my life. I just like to see uh, Glenn Gilberti, aka Disco Inferno, try something like that on one of my girls because my girls are from Texas, but. And uh, if you never heard of a CHL, well, I suggest you look it up because these girls, uh, you want to talk about how women are weaker than men. You want to push women around. You want to push them around on TV where little girls might see you pushing around women while you're telling them they're weaker than men. Well, why don't you come try that on my girls? My girls are Texas girls, and my girls are trained. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, you could come down here try to try to manhandle one of one of us, one of my ladies. And I'd be, I'd be more than happy to watch him blow your balls off, bud. So, uh, Disco Inferno, thank you very much. You have turned us away from Impact Wrestling. I'm beyond offended, and we'll see if uh, Impact can uh, fix this. I, I love Don Callis. I love Killer Cross. I love Moose. I love the Rascals. I love Impact Wrestling. If you if you've listened to the show, you know I've been sticking with Impact Wrestling. Uh, but in my opinion, the Disco Inferno has gone too far. It's sexist. It's horrible. It is going backwards in time, unprogressive, evil. We could call it evil. So we will not be covering Impact Wrestling uh, for a grand total of we will not be covering AEW, WWE, or Impact Wrestling on uh, this hashtag WrestleCast anymore. So don't come here for coverage of that or at least consistent coverage of that. We may mention it. Um, as far as I'm concerned, we are going to stick to covering the best wrestling show out there one hour a week on YouTube for free. Nothing compares. Uh, and we are going to cover it faithfully. It's where my favorite wrestlers currently reside, my favorite factions, my favorite storylines. So let's get to it. MLW Fusion, you have won the Battle Royale of the WrestleCast coverage. Um, so let's talk about this week in MLW. so uh this week on mlw mlw fusion number 59 uh this was kind of a contra unit episode contra unit uh the nihilistic terrorist uh faction um that plays a lot of footage of riots and whatnot um jacob fatu joseph samael and um uh, uh simon gotch the trio of terror um they continue to um just attack people uh, all night. This was the uh, this was a, a harsh night uh, if you weren't in the Contra unit. But the show started out with a Tom Waller promo. Uh, he was going to be in the main event, um, defending the MLW uh, World Title against Avalanche uh, from Germany. Um, and uh, you know uh, they they talk their trash. And uh, after that, um, Jim Cornette and Rich Pacini were talking about the National Openweight Title Tournament Final. So this is a new title. Um, and the final match next week is going to be between um, Hammerstone. 
and Brian Pillman Jr. And that's a match we're looking forward to. Honestly, I love uh, I love uh, our boy uh, Alexander Hammerstone, and I love Brian Pillman Jr. So. It's going to be a good match. I don't even know who who I'd want to win uh, in this case, but we'll just have to wait till next week in the final. This is a new title, the National Open Weight uh, title. So I guess MLW has uh, five. They have a tag team championships um, that. And the middle the middleweight title, I believe the Hart Foundation is is holding on to all of those right now. Teddy Hart has the middleweight title and the tag team title along with Davy Boy Smith Jr. I might be wrong on that. I, I don't know if I've seen the tag team titles in a while. Um, but we've got the national openweight title. It's a new title. Either Hammerstone or Pelman Jr. will be the first um, holder of the title. So we'll see how that goes next week. Um, after that, we had a, a match uh, of the big boys, Barrington Hughes and Ace. Romero, the heaviest tag team in wrestling, uh, combined 872 pounds. I like these guys. They had a, a match against uh, Joseph Samael and Jacob Fatu of the Contra unit. Um, they were beat pretty quickly, pretty quickly, uh, because Samael hit uh, Romero in the back of the head with a spike, and then they uh, just kept kind of beating up on the big boys, um, which was kind of a sad sight, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if the big boys don't get their revenge. Um, after that, uh, not... Uh, minutes after, uh, you had uh, my favorite tag team, the best tag team in the universe. Still got to see that Young Bucks versus this tag team match. But uh, the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix, were uh, getting done with a workout. They were in a hallway, and we saw uh, the Contra unit start attacking them, attacking them. And they blasted a fireball into Phoenix's face. Um, what's her? Casey Lennox, the uh, female announcer for MLW that interviews everybody. She said... Uh, Phoenix was badly burned, so our thoughts and prayers are with Phoenix and the Lucha Brothers. I uh, just want to just wanna let them know. Uh, we hope you get better, Phoenix. Hopefully, uh, you're not too burned um, on your beautiful face. Uh, so, uh, we also had Filthy Tom Waller talking about his situation. There was another package of the Von Erics, um, a video package of the Von Erics who are going to be coming to MLW soon. Uh, we had a uh, nice little uh, H2 um uh, H2 promo in this episode where Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Teddy Hart and uh, Brian Pillman Jr. were talking about the Brian Pillman Jr. match. Uh, we had a promo from um, uh, Jimmy Havoc, who's in AEW, the extreme Brit. Uh, Jimmy Havoc, who's gonna have a uh, uh, he's gonna have a, a match against Teddy Hart soon. Uh, we saw Mance Warner uh, picking up his pay and uh. It looks like Austin Aries is coming to MLW. Uh, we saw uh, a graphic for that last week, and we saw it again this week. Then we had uh, the Promociones Dorado uh, team of Loki and Ricky Martinez with Selena De La Renta against uh, a couple guys I hadn't really seen, uh, Mr. Grimm and Troy Hollywood. And, uh, you know, this match was, was almost over. I can't, I, I think, um, I, th- I believe the Dorados won. Uh, but then Jacob Fatu came out. Uh, Martinez, Ricky Martinez, and Selena De La Renta uh, bolted out of the ring area. They bolted away. They kind of left Loki uh, to fend for himself, and he did not do a good job. Uh, Jacob Fatu uh, beat him up, and uh, the rest of the Contra unit came out and, and beat him up a little more. So it's a three-on-one thing, and uh, yeah, then we had that H2 promo, and, and that was pretty good. Uh, Pillman uh, Jr. said, it's not about the size of the dog in the fight. 
It's about the size of the fight and the dog, and that he's doing this for his brothers and his family's legacy. His brothers, of course, being Teddy Hart and Davy Boy Smith, who were holding two Persian cats uh, throughout the entire interview. And then we had the Tom Lawler match um, with Avalanche. Pretty good match. Uh, Tom Lawler uh, tapped out Avalanche uh, near the end after Avalanche uh, missed a Vader bomb. Um, and after that, uh, the Contra Unit came out and beat up Tom Lawler. So this was pretty much a Contra Unit beating up everyone episode, um, which uh, makes perfect sense. They don't seem to have a whole... They don't seem to be uh, in the business of making friends ever since they've come to MLW. They've basically destroyed uh, everything around them. And uh, I find it kind of scary, their promos. They say they're nihilistic, uh, terroristic. Uh, I can't remember, but it's intense. It's scary. Maybe we'll get a clip of that. Play it soon. Um, but great episode. A+. Plus. Uh, you know... Every week, every week, MLW Fusion does it. They keep it tight. They, te- they tell the stories well, and they got the best talent out there, and they keep it to an hour. Can't wait for this match next week uh, for the national open weight title um, with uh, our boy uh, Hammerstone versus Brian Pillman Jr. Um, catch up with MLW. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Just let it roll. Let it go. There's a lot of good stuff. Battle Riot 2. All of it's good. Uh, better than WWE, in my opinion. Um, we haven't seen much AEW yet, but let me tell you, I think this is what they're gonna have to pretty much compete with at this point. And speaking of AEW, uh, that brings us to our next segment, the hashtag Russellspiracy segment. And boy, do we have a juicy one for you. Hashtag Wrestlespiracies. No, this has not changed, and season two will feature more of the Wrestlespiracies that you've come to know and love. Yes, uh, perhaps we were wrong on our Spiracy prediction of CM Punk appearing at Double or Nothing, but perhaps it was not because of the reasons we would think. Perhaps CM Punk was scheduled to appear, and perhaps the reasons that he did not run even deeper than any of us wrestling fans could have ever imagined. So, let's think about a couple things here. Who showed up at AEW? We had Bret Hart unveiling the world title. Bret Hart, who was most recently seen at the WWE Hall of Fame induction. And if you watched WWE this week, you saw that their Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia logo, which we will not be watching as a matter of principle, and as a matter of not watching as much WWE in the first place because of things like that, that logo looked strikingly similar in color scheme and 80s design to the StarCast 2 logo that was the sister event for AEW's Double or Nothing in Las Vegas. John Moxley showed up at AEW. Cody Rhodes is ex-WWE property. Dustin Rhodes, Dustin Runnels, AKA Gold Dust. One of the treasured WWE properties. Let go so conveniently. The event had been announced Everybody knew the event was coming, especially Vince McMahon. Now this week, uh, Vince Russo, ex-writer for the WWE from its most popular, most watched times, put a theory out on Twitter. And we give credit for the theories here, but it's a theory I'm going to expand on just a little bit. 
because I think there might be something to it. Now, Vince Russo wants people to realize that AEW All Elite Wrestling very well could be another scheme slash scam by the mob boss, mind man, Vince McMahon. Now that you might think that's crazy, you might be so excited about AEW, you might be so hyped, you might be so into what they're doing, like I was. One of these very Wrestlespiracies was about how AEW could be the personification of the American dream, aka Dusty Rhodes, but the personification of the American dream against the evil empire WWE. Well, what's one thing we know about Vince McMahon and WWE? When Vince McMahon tries something that does not work, he tries it again, and 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 again, and again, and again, until something works. We see it with the XFL, which is why I think the quality's dropping now, and he's got... What's one other main thing that Vince never accomplished? If you said an invasion angle that was successful, then you are correct. And if you're suspicious like me of things like Shane McMahon being all over the shows lately and Shane McMahon possibly being the one to head the fake AEW invasion, well, buddy, you might be onto something. We'll expand on that a little more next week. Um, So tune in. Tune in, see what we've got. Um, that's going to be it for this episode, the first episode of Season 2. We hope you enjoyed yourself. If you're new to the show, well, welcome. We welcome you. You are just in time for things to get good. No longer are we covering AEW, WWE, or Impact Wrestling. This is an MLW coverage exclusive show. Um, but, uh, you know, there's definitely going to be an audience for that. And if you have uh, your complaints, your criticisms, your comments, send them to ringoftyranny at gmail.com. If you want to support the show, if you like what you're hearing, you want to support us so that, you know, maybe we can get more shows in the future. You want to be like our our, uh, our beloved bid, TEC bid, who's apparently a little bit of a wackadoo himself. Uh, well, if you uh, want to be like him, head on over to patreon.com slash ringoftyranny and sign up. Be our second patron, our third patron, our fourth patron. We could use it. And uh, once again, Thank you for listening to the show. We hope to see you next week, and we hope you have a great week watching wrestling. Good night. Thank you for listening to Ring of Tyranny, the only WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as Alan Johns. Uh, We thank you for listening. We apologize for the alien interference. If you want to support the show, you know, um, maybe up the production budget so we can do things like uh, edit in time or even maybe bring you more episodes, uh, more uh, shows during the week in the future if possible, or maybe even just kind of a little budget to help fight space alien interference which as you know is a problem with this show send us an email ring of tyranny at jmail.com or go to patreon.com slash ring of tyranny to support and alan wants you all to know he loves his little warriors so thanks for listening to the show and good night <laughs> <laughs>